Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Richard Goldstein from the Investors Herald. Tonight, I have a special guest who really specializes and sums up sports better than anyone I know. Uh, Charlie Mock has interned with the Red Sox, Bruins, Yankees, and the Dolphins. So tonight, we're going to discuss the current landscape of sports and how coronavirus has had such a profound impact on the industry as a whole to literally shut it down. So will the sports landscape be forever changed, or is this more of a temporary state? What sports stocks could benefit from this in the long run, and which ones are bound for a strong rebound in the future? Without further ado, let's dive in and see what is going on in the world of sports tonight. So thanks, Charlie, for being here. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I know you're a big fan of Barstool Sports, who was recently picked up by Penn, a large percentage of it. So... Now, what do you think of that? Yeah, so back when the, this year, it was kind of the perfect marriage between two companies, Penn National Gaming primarily being a casino and racetrack operator, and Barstool Sports being that betting and personality-based um, company. So the combination of the two is hopefully in the near future going to become sports books across the country in Penn's casinos and uh, an online sports betting app. So obviously, these two companies run the majority of their businesses off of sports and entertainment. So this virus has definitely affected them in terms of no sports games being played and no uh, no one being able to go to Penn's casinos. So the stock took a huge hit. Uh, it was trading near $40 at one point in February, and it's now down all the way to 13 So that's a big hit. Um, however, with sports uh, hypothetically being on the horizon, uh, it would I think it's a good time to kind of bet on Penn now. Um, as sports come back, uh, the ease, the social distancing regulations, you're going to see uh, more people going to the casinos. Uh, once sports games start back up, you'll see people betting on them. Um, and this is just a, a company whose stock is trading much lower than what it should be right now. I agree. I mean, I think like Barstool in a sense really just hypes up sports. I mean, it's almost, I don't even know how to describe the company. It's a, you don't even need the word sports in there anymore. I mean, you could almost just call it Barstool. It's just such a, it's almost like pop culture in a sense. And I think a lot of people almost miss Barstool without sports, but obviously they brought in their horizon. Um, they just have so many podcasts, talk shows, and really so many figures with such a large following that you don't even like really understand that they don't even have sports right now. So I think when sports comes back, it's only going to drive it higher. Yeah, they have, they have a ton of personalities. And I think that was the whole basis behind the Penn deal uh, in acquiring 36% of them. Um, they're going to take all the following that those personalities have acquired for Barstool and hopefully translate those to Penn National Gaming Casino uh, customers and attendees. Yeah, and I mean, obviously Penn was all in. I mean, they have 43 facilities in the U.S. and Canada that were shut down. They also have some racetracks that were open, but just with the amount of casinos and hotels were only about 10% full during this time, it makes sense. I mean, they had to leverage a lot of debt as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the risk definitely increased but i don't know i mean do you think sports will 
ever really like how long do you think it fully takes to get back to the way it was so there have been rumors this week or not rumors uh the pga tour actually announces that they are planning to uh hold events in june um obviously without attendees but those events will be broadcasted on uh, channels like ESPN, CBS, um, and so sports will be played. So there will be a chance for people to bet uh, on these golf tournaments and to watch on TV as well. Right. And I think betting, too, will significantly increase. I mean, people have had nothing to bet on. I mean, yeah. it's literally just like politics or Lithuanian basketball. Yeah, and all the uh, the online uh, you know, video game leagues that true yeah esports is is esports is crazy and honestly like it wouldn't be a bad idea after this for a lot of these gaming companies to look at esports i mean you think barstool might even get into that i know barstool has a branch of esports um i don't know whether it's a podcast or if it's like a twitch stream where uh, i think it's just one guy playing video games all day every day and that's like his job (laughs) So maybe they'll look at expanding that depending on how popular esports gets during this time of social distancing. Uh, who knows? But definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, because if they start pulling out seats and arenas and, you know, taking everyone's temperature when you walk in, it's just, I don't know how many people. It might just be forever changed. So I think they're going to have to get creative. Yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be uh, an adjustment period uh, whenever stadiums open back up to the public. Um, a lot of companies are going to be affected by that. Um, and yeah, it might just become a whole, like a whole to do, like it's not even worth going anymore, which is kind of crazy to say. Yeah, it's sad, but obviously their stock has taken a hit right now. It's trading at $13 and 38 cents. Really when all this barstool stuff was going on the merger, it was up to 37. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, since then to now, it's down 64%. It was up 15% after the market. We'll see if that holds in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had some great news on the medical field tonight from Gilead about a promising drug that's actually treating people with COVID. So I think if it, we're all working in unison. I think, you know, medical professionals are, it, it's just helping everyone. So I think the moral of the story is we got to just get people back to work and, Loving sports. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So there are some other companies that I want to ask you about. I know Diamond Eagle Acquisition Corp uh, took a big stake in DraftKings. So, I mean, kind of what's your thought on DraftKings? And, I mean, I know they're they're big in Boston as well. Yeah, DraftKings, kind of similar to what Penn National Gaming is going through uh, with no sports uh, being on right now they're not having a lot of opportunities for their customers to bet. So they're definitely struggling with that. Although news did break yesterday, I believe that DraftKings got approved to go public uh, with its own IPO in in the coming months. So that is a big win for them and for Diamond Eagle. Um, And again, once sports uh, start happening again, uh, with or without fans, they'll be primed in a position primed to succeed uh, in the long term. I agree. Yeah. Now that Diamond Eagle got this, you know, they're, they're going to get 
DraftKings out of their system. And obviously it just got approved by the SEC for them to go public. So, I mean, DraftKings, again, they're, they're integrated sports better and online gambling and not to mention it's getting legalized like around the Mm -hmm. globe sports betting i mean i think even like two years ago or even last year people looked at it like it was like worse than drugs yeah and DraftKings and diamond eagle are taking advantage of this opportunity DraftKings has started opening up sports books in states that have legalized gaming and that's just going to keep on going uh until hopefully uh that they've reached every state Right. And what's going to happen too, as DraftKings starts to go public, I want everyone to be aware of like what type of warrants they put into effect. You know, mm-hmm. does Diamond Eagle still get some type of percentage, anything like that, that can make it more appealing? Or should you just jump boat on Diamond Eagle and just go all in on DraftKings um, for the future if you're big on that? Yeah, it may be a situation where you look at Diamond Eagle now. Uh, take a position on them, and then maybe in the short term before DraftKings IPOs, uh, make the switch. Yeah, no, that's good as well. I mean, I think DraftKings has two like sponsorships with the NFL, and I think they're going to keep going, try to go, do that sponsorship route to try to make sports betting not look negative anymore. Yeah, they've they've reached deals uh, to become the official gambling partner, essentially, uh, for the majority of the national sports leagues in america and there are plans in the fu- in the near future actually um again that i realized uh to open yeah. drafting sports books inside the stadiums um so yeah that'd be huge. that would definitely be huge makes it easier for you to bet while watching the game uh adds the excitement factor and although i will say until fans are allowed back into the stadiums this is not going to happen um until that happens no, it's tough, too, because, like, we don't really understand. Like, we think and we go to games because it's pleasure. Like, it's fun. But also there's a ton of business that gets done in the mm-hmm. stadium that's getting significantly affected. Like, so many businessmen and women take their clients to these games. And with them not in work and working remotely, I mean, there's nothing you can oh, do. Oh, yeah. The, the organizations within uh, the leagues are taking huge hits right now. Every game lost in the NBA or NHL is an absorbent amount of money. Um, They make the majority of their revenue off of ticket sales, um, concession stand sales, season ticket packages, um, even merchandising. And although the merchandising business is still going, they're still selling their retail products and jerseys and whatnot. But the fact that they're going to have to refund a lot of season ticket holders, you're going to have to refund people's tickets, uh, depending on what route these leagues go, it's a whole mess for sports teams right now. And they're trying to get the leagues uh, started as soon as possible. It is. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. DraftKings recently said that they're like all green light ahead to go public in April later this month. But I just, I don't know why you would right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe they know something that we don't and they're confident for a reason. So I don't know. I'm very real. Just too much uncertainty. I mean, we could get a second wave of this stuff that pushes it out 2021, 2022. I mean, until you really get a vaccine, it's almost like you're playing pickup. Yeah, definitely something to keep in mind there. Once the sports leagues come back, 
uh, it's not all set in stone. There could be a second wave. There could be another situation where leagues have to take a break. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. I've also noticed an increase of, you know, retro players and gear and trading cards from the 1970s, 80s, you know, making a huge comeback. And we've got a really good sports documentary coming out on ESPN. Um, it was the 1979 mm-hmm. Bulls and their team from there. So, I mean, they're really, that's really the only thing they can advertise right now. Yeah. With, um, you know, my first thought with the whole, you know, sporting cards um, increasing in value right now is I would think that more people would be keen on selling them uh, with these uncertain times and the unemployment rate going up. Um, but going off of your point with ESPN and their whole Michael Jordan documentary, they pushed that up by at least three months in order to kind of hit that right. sweet spot of people being in their homes, not having much to do. They're hoping that they can get this 10 part documentary series to be the most watched series they've ever had on their channels. Well, I'm sure it will be. I mean, it's definitely better than little league world series (laughs) from 1986. So it's definitely in the right direction. Um, There is one company. I know you did some work in New York. So there's the central main company. It's, everywhere you go and that's the madison square garden company i mean they own everything yeah madison square garden company's got a lot of uh entities and brands um they're in charge of obviously the madison square garden new york where the knicks rangers and a lot of the big concerts and events in the city are held uh they also own the tau group llc which is a big restaurant group uh they've got restaurants all over the country um similar to that they own uh, Boston Calling Events, um, as well as another concert uh, uh, forum, that, Radio City Radio Music City. Hall. Yep, thanks. Yeah, so, I mean, they're all, they're all... <laughs> like, Tao, great, great Restaurant. Yeah. Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, the, the majority so... of their entities, they can't make money off of right now because people aren't allowed to go to them. But the thing is, too, like they're furloughing a lot of employees, so they just don't have to, you know, pay them right now. But they do have fixed mm-hmm. costs for these places they own. I mean, they still have mm-hmm. to pay their rent. They still have to pay utilities. They still have to pay their mm-hmm. insurance. So it's not like you just like close the front door or lock it and just be like, no one's working. We don't have to pay. They're losing money every month. And another big aspect of this is we have to watch the bank stocks, too. I mean, if bank stocks keep going down, these companies aren't going to be able to borrow large sums of monies from the banks because they're not going to have any to loan out. So just a big thing to keep watch on, because as this goes on, Madison Square Garden is going to keep tapping that debt line. So um, it's just crazy to me. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I will say with MSG, um, let's see, in February, they were up to about $300 per share. Um, when the coronavirus started breaking out, they went down to $200. Um, I think today they are up after hours or up 10% after hours uh, because of the um, medical news that came out today. Um, but again, until that's proven, I, would, I wouldn't expect them to kind of reach back to the 300 mark in a while. Because even when social distancing is lifted, like no concerts are gonna happen where fans can go. 
again, sporting events might happen, but fans won't be allowed to attend uh, in the near future. So even when these kind of social distancing guidelines are start easing and start being lifted, uh, it's going to take a while for them to get back to where they were. Yeah, I mean, it's New York. It's I mean, New York had 50 or 60 percent of all cases in right. the United States. So, I mean, their business was heavily impacted. I mean, I will give them credit. They they are, you know, buying some properties in Vegas and they do have some, you know, esports leagues. But still, the the main probably 80 percent of their business is just closed right now. And honestly, I think their stock is like it's still higher than I would imagine. I mean, still 230. No, it's still only it's down 35%, but their business is probably close 70%. I mean, this thing could be trading at like 150 and I wouldn't even be shocked. So I don't really know. I think, I don't know what's propping it. Yeah. I mean, again, they have so many entities. Um, They've expanded to multiple markets. Um, Sure. The majority of their entities have to deal with people attending these events in their locations. Um, But they've done a really good job at kind of, Again, expanding to different markets and diversifying uh, their products and what they do, their services. Yeah, no, I I agree. So, I mean, I think, what would you say, well, going back to summarize and all this. So, Penn National Gaming, you'd buy Penn yourself. National Gaming, I would buy. I would buy right now and I'd, I would go long term on that. What's your long term? Um, Again, I think there's just so much potential with Penn acquiring 33% of Barstool. And I think in three years, they have an option to buy another 33% of it. So to get them up to 66%. And just the amount of things they can do, opening sports books at their casinos that are being driven by these personalities that Barstool offers, I think there's a lot of potential for growth in the future. Absolutely. You got to remember, like these companies, Barstool isn't as international mm-hmm. as people think. I mean, no one knows about bar school and really like South Africa or like Egypt. So, I mean, there's just so much, there's sports everywhere on the globe. And obviously bar school is still in its beginning phases, even though we think it's everywhere. So there is a ton of room for them to market yeah, and grow. I, um, I will I'm say like bar school right now, like the vast majority of their fan base is Northeast and East United States. Like they do not have a lot of fans out West. Sure. People know of them, but you're not going to have those loyal followers. So once they, you know, hopefully get a sports book at Penn national gaming's casino in Las Vegas and continue to expand out there. I think there's just, again, so much potential with that partnership. I'm with you. Uh, What about diamond Eagle? Diamond Eagle. um, I think it's would be smart to invest in Diamond Eagle now um, with DraftKings still kind of under that umbrella. Um, But once DraftKings IPOs, I think, you know, depending on, again, on the language of that deal, maybe also investing in DraftKings' own stock or taking your position in Diamond Eagle and transferring it over there uh, makes the most sense. Because again, DraftKings is another one of those sports betting companies that's just going to continue to expand as more and more states legalize it. Right. And then uh, what about MSG? MSG, I'm a, you know, they are holding up quite well, but I think it's going to take a long, long time for them to get back up to where they were before all this coronavirus um, 
social distancing started to happen. So I personally would stay away. I wouldn't short. Again, they're doing a great job kind of maintaining where they are right now. Um, but yeah, I would I would kind of stay away from uh, MSG. No, I'm kind of with you. I'm my mind and everything's really telling me to just be cautious until a vaccine or a suitable drug is ready. Because if these places op- open the uh, mm-hmm. the ticket booths and everyone runs in and you get one case pops up at the yep. TD Garden or somewhere, they're all going back to base. I mean, that's you're done yeah, for another six months. Yeah, everything shuts back down. So until shuts back down so you'd rather just have it wait out the first time before we do this yeah, all over and again kind of like you said like the hype that a lot of these news reports are getting even the one today about the little like i think the results out of chicago where there's like a little um test group yeah they showed like people recovering. yeah they but that's only one situ- that's only one like you know small subgroup of the whole coronavirus all the coronavirus patients across the world so who knows right well how do you get that drug to right who knows like let's say somewhere else tests it and they don't get the same results you can't go off of one test so no it's definitely a good indicator but again you really just got to look at the fundamentals of these companies and how much Mm -hmm. debt they brought on and borrowed and I know Penn borrowed a lot. They they all did. So, I mean, the amount of time it's going to take to pay off that debt plus start earning new revenue is definitely longer. I mean, so many people text me and just think, oh, Penn's at 13, Penn's at five. It's just going to go right back to 40, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, if it was that easy, it would still be at 40 if everyone yeah, thought these that. Companies, they, so. have, they have a potential to grow. Uh, but like you said, debt is kind of holding off that growth along with the coronavirus. Um, but again, I will say once for these companies specifically, once, you know, sporting events start happening again, people are allowed to go back out. Uh, these companies will find uh, success uh, long-term. I'm with you. Well, thanks, Mark. Thanks for coming on. And um, hopefully everything. Yeah. Gets thanks for having me. Soon. Hopefully we can like hang out in person soon. <laughs> Yeah, no, not yet. No, not yet. A few more weeks. <laughs> All right. See ya. Thank you.